We are on Ksubis Chavav Amar Aleph 26A1 in the Art School Gemara, towards the bottom of the first column. And we will have our final discussion about different about a circumstance, one particular circumstance, where uh, something happens and it's done only for Kohanim. Uh, could that establish the person as a Kohen moving forward? Could that establish him as a Kohen uh, with regards to Truma? Um, and with regards to uh, establishing him as a Kohen moving forward. So we have Tanya, it's taught in a Brisa. Uh, just one quick introduction before we begin the Brisa itself, is that we know that Truma is the special food that's given to Kohanim. Only a Kohen could eat Truma. Only a Kohen could eat Truma. There are other gifts that we give to other people. So for example, a Levi receives Meiser Risho. Meiser Risho is 10% of the produce. That goes to the Levi. Now there's a discussion, there's a dispute. Once you give it to the Levi, so then uh, could you then go ahead and could the Levi give it to a Yisroel to eat? Could anybody eat from the Maeserishon? Maybe it's just that the gift has to be given to the Levi, but who could eat it? Anybody has the potential to eat it. That, that is subject to a dispute that's found in the Gemara. Um, that's point number one. And point number two is that actually there's also a discussion as to whether or not could you give it to the Levi or could you also give it to a Kohen? Maybe it's permissible to give it to a Kohen as well. As we know, the uh, the Kohanim and the Leviim, they all stem from the same uh, tribe, uh, from Aharon. Um, so maybe they are, Kohanim also would have the same rights as a Levi. So that is also subject to debate. Maybe you could... Uh, fulfill your obligation of giving it to a Levi by giving it to a Kohen, as we will soon see. So what happens? Tanya, it's taught in a bride. So Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, Omer, Kshim, Shetruma, Chazaka, Lekuhuna. Kach, Maeser, Rishon, Chazaka, Lekuhuna. The Gemara is now saying that when you give Truma, this is going according to one opinion, that uh, when you give Truma to somebody, so then that establishes them as a Kohen, seemingly moving forward even with regards to Yichus, with regards to the lineage uh, and their children as being full-fledged Kohanim and not disqualified Kohanim. So the Gemara, the Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar says, so too, similarly, uh, when it comes to Maeser Rishon, when it comes to giving a Kohen Maeser Rishon, that would establish them as a Kohen. Now the Gemara will jump uh, in one line and say, what are you talking about? Maeser Rishon goes to a Levi. He doesn't go to a Kohen, so we'll get there in a second. But just the end of this brisa, however, if there's a family that divides up truma, it's we're going to see that it has to do with the laws of inheritance, the laws of Yerusha. Let's say you have a Kohen father, he passes away, he has truma in his possession, and they divide it up amongst the children. So that is actually not good enough for us to presume that all the children are full-fledged Kohanim and that they're not a child of an illicit relationship. Just the very fact that you're dividing up the inheritance does not prove that everybody is, and, and they each get truma, it does not prove that all of them are full-fledged kohanim without any form of uh, being disqualified based on who the mother is. Right Again, the kohen, if he marries somebody who's divorced, or if he marries a convert, or other cases as well, the child would be a chalal. But So we'll get to that second case in a minute. But back to the first case, the Gemara said that if you give Maeser Rishon to a Kohen, 
That's good enough to prove that he's a Kohen. The Gemara asks, what are you talking about? Meiser Rishon to Levi who? It doesn't go to the Kohen, it goes to the Levi. We know that Meiser Rishon, that 10% goes to the Levi. So the Gemara answers, well, that is actually up for debate. Kirab Allah Zubin Azariah, Ditanya, Trumel Kohen, Meiser Rishon to Levi, Divir Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Allah Azariah, Omer, Meiser Rishon, Af, Lekohen. The Bryce says that Rabbi Kiva is of the opinion that Truma has to go to the Kohen, Meiser Rishon, the 10%, can only go to the Levi. That's what Rabbi Kiva says. Rabbi Lezer Benazari says, no, uh, Meiser Rishon can also go to the Kohen. That it can go either to the Kohen or to the Levi. The Kohen has the same rights as the Levi, at least with regards to Meiser Rishon. So, therefore, our opinion is, fi- is fitting with Rabbi Lezer Benazariah. The Gemara asks, so what? It doesn't prove that he's a Kohen just because you can give it to the Kohen. It doesn't prove that he's a Kohen. All proves is that he's either a Kohen or a Levi. It doesn't prove that he's only a Kohen. You can give Meiser Rishon also to the Levi. Maybe Rabbi Lezer Benazariah only said a statement to a Kohen and also to a Levi. He didn't say it not to a Levi. He said that you could give it to a Kohen or to a Levi. So how does this prove that he's a Kohen? So the Gemara has a very interesting answer here. And this is found in a few Gemaras. In de Ezra. Essentially, we're talking about a specific time period, which is after uh, the days of Ezra, or right after Ezra penalized the Levim. Essentially, Ezra he lived during the return after the destruction of the first temple, and the Jews are in exile, and so Jews return with Ezra to Israel, and they rebuild the second temple, the second base of Megdash. Many Jews stayed back. Many Jews stayed back. They stayed in Bavel. And the Levim also, they stayed back. The Levim did not go back to Israel. And so Ezra punished the Levim. He penalized the Levim for not coming back to Israel, for staying in their their country in Bavel, in Babylonia. And so he penalized them. And he said, you know what? Maeser Risho now, moving forward, can only go to the Kohen. It cannot go to the Levi. This happens to be a big discussion found in a different Gemara, there are some opinions that say it shouldn't go just to the Kohanim necessarily, it should go to poor people, but this is obviously assuming that it has to go specifically to the Kohanim. And so then, therefore, yes, after the days of Ezra, when you give my solution to somebody, it's clear that you're giving it to a Kohen and that you're not giving it to a Levi. So that would be sufficient proof to prove that somebody is a Kohen. Now, it's important to note, according to Abelazim and Azariah, this is fine, because from the Torah's perspective, you could give it either to the Levi or to the Kohen, comes Ezra and he puts down this penalty and says, you know what? We have to limit it only to the Kohen. However, according to Rabbi Akiva, who says that you can only give Maserishon to the Levi, so how does Ezra have the right to then say, you know what? No, we're going to take it away from the Levim. On a biblical level, it can only go to the Levi. We're going to take it away from the Levim and we're going to give it to the Kohen. How does that work according to Rabbi Akiva? So, there are opinions that say, you know what, this doesn't work according to Rabbi Akiva. The Gemara is not according to Rabbi Akiva, it's only according to Rabbi Lezer ben That is how some explain the Gemara. However, others explain that maybe after Ezra, the whole concept is only rabbinic. The whole concept of Maeserisha might only be rabbinic, based on the lack of Kedusha Sa'aret, the lack of sanctity that uh, we find in the land of Israel during the time when they returned for a second time. It's not potentially not the same level status of Kedusha, of holiness. And so therefore, in that circumstance, after Ezra, where everything is only rabbinic, so that the rabbis could also say, you know what? 
We're going to take it away from the Levim and we're going to give it to the Kohanim. So those are a few different ways to explain whether this would fit within the position of Rabbi Akiva. Okay, moving on to 26a2 in the article of Gemara. The Gemara now asks, so what? The Gemara says, so what? Maybe, how could this be a full proof that the person is a Kohen? We know that they used to give it to Levim, so it could happen by chance that a person accidentally maybe gave it to a Levi. In fact, some of the commentators say that, you know what? When Ezra penalized the Levim, that was only in a situation where there are Kohanim around. But if there are no Kohanim around, so then you could actually give it to a Levi. So according to those positions, so then this question makes even more sense. This isn't proof that he's a Kohen. How is this proof that he's a Kohen? It could happen at chimes that you give it to the Levi, especially if there's no Kohen around. So then you're supposed to give it to the Levi. So this isn't full proof that he is a Kohen. So the Gemara says, the Gemara answers as follows. Amr of Chista, of Chista says, what's our case? Hachav skin. What exactly is our case? The person's father, we know for sure, he's established as a Kohen. But what happened? But with regards to the child, there are rumors out there. There are rumors out there that he is the child of a uh, somebody who is divorced. And therefore, the, the, his mother could not have been married to his, to his father, to the Kohen, and that would make him a Chalal, according to this uh, rumor. But in the end of the day, people saw that he received Truma. Right? He didn't receive Truma when they, were, when they were giving it out, when they were dividing it and distributing it out to the Kohanim. This child also received, uh, sorry, he received Meiser. He, he received Meiser Rishon, that Meiser Rishon he received. So what are we going to say? He's a Levi? The loud Levi who? You can't say that, you know what, he's a Levi. No one ever entertained the possibility that he's a Levi. He was a Kohen. His father was a Kohen. The question is just, is he a disqualified Kohen? A disqualified Kohen, also we see from the Gemara, is not a Levi. It's not like we say a disqualified Kohen becomes the status of a Levi. No, he's just not a Levi. So this person... Uh, is definitely not a Levi. He's definitely not a Levi. He's either a full-fledged Kohen or he's a disqualified Kohen, but he's not a Levi. So what are you going to say? Michael Maymar, Ben Grusha Ben Chalutzahu, you're going to tell me that he's a Chalal, that he's a disqualified Kohen because his mother was a divorcee? Lomi by Laman Damar Maiserishin, also the Zarim de Lohavi Yavulei, Alafi Laman Damar Maiserishin, but to the Zarim, Hanimili, Lemisbuk Lehu, Elmatars Chalukal Yavulei, Maiserishin, he received the Maiserishin, the 10% that's given to either the Kohanim or the Levian, but obviously here it's because he's a Kohen, because his father's a Kohen. What are you going to tell me? That if he's a disqualified Kohen, so then he's like Yisrael, and Yisrael is allowed to eat. Some opinions say that Yisrael cannot eat Maeser Rishon, but even according to the opinions that say that he can eat Maeser Rishon, but everybody agrees that you cannot give it to him in the first place. You cannot distribute it to Yisrael. So it must be, it must be, says the Gemara, that this person is in fact a Kohen. Because he's not a Levi, because his father was a Kohen. He's not a disqualified Kohen because he's receiving the Maeser Rishon from, uh, he's receiving the Maeser Rishon uh, at the time that they're distributing out the Maeser Rishon, that 10%. And it's clear that he's getting it because he's a Kohen, not because he's a Levi, because his father is not a Levi. His father's only a Kohen. The question was just, is he disqualified? The answer is that no. This is good proof. He's not disqualified because he received the Maeser Rishon. Okay. Uh, that really concludes this part of this section of the Gemara. So we will. This will be a shorter recording, and then we'll hopefully get to the next part of the Gemara in the next class, which will uh, 
end the Gemara on this Mishnah. We'll begin a new Mishnah in uh, later on this week.